I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Hi, friends. Today, we are going to be talking about how to set yourself up for holiday campaigns. So while I'm recording this, it is October. And so hopefully you are starting to think about the holidays, get ready for the holidays. I know we're in fall right now, but trust me, friends, the holiday season is going to be here before we know it. And as a creator, if you want to attract and capitalize on those holiday campaigns, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, I wanted to do just a quick life check-in and ask you guys, how is life going? Um, For me personally, friends, um, this is the first day in two weeks I have had help with Braxton during the day. Um, My mom was not able to help me with Braxton the last two weeks. She had like an emergency like house situation, a pipe burst downstairs on their kitchen sink and it has been a mess and they've been dealing with it. And so um, I know obviously those are like very important pressing matters and she had to be at home. And um, so it was really me and Braxton like during the day and then I would help the help of my husband, you know, in the evenings. And so I really have been struggling to like find time to work during the last two weeks, but now she, my mom is back. And so I'm so grateful I'm recording podcast episodes today. And so let me know friends how life is going. Um, if you follow me in Instagram stories, um, reply to me, let me know how things are going. And especially if you are listening to this episode and you find it helpful, let me know. All right, friends. So let's dive right in. Let's talk about how to set yourself up for holiday campaigns. And I will say, friends, like this is a podcast episode that you can come to every year. Like I plan on re-airing this probably like next summer, just so we're a little bit more ahead and you can think about like how to prepare for holiday campaigns. The tips I am sharing with you today are going to be tips that you can refer to every time you are preparing for that holiday season. So we're going to start with tip number one, which is to update your media kit if you haven't done so yet. So we are in Q4, friends. And if you want to prep for holiday campaigns, highly, highly recommend having your media kit updated. Make sure that your media kit has your name, your mission statement, where you're currently located or the region that you live in, as well as your current stats and social media channels. I recommend, and if I've done like media kit episodes, but with the holiday campaigns coming up, sometimes they're quick turnarounds. And so my tip for you is to have maybe just like a one page, two at the most, especially for like the holiday season update, updated media kit. So when brands come to you and ask, you know, for your media kit and they have to make those quick decisions, make it super easy for them. If you can keep everything in a page, awesome. If you want to have a second page, that's fine too. But I really recommend just like having everything fully updated, making sure all your channels are there as well as like your contact information. So like your email address and just make it super easy for them. I've already had like a few campaigns where like, hi, this is a quick turn. Can you send your media kit? And it's like, yep, already updated. Here it is. Send it through. That's I feel like ideal, you know, but I will say like in reality, like what happened to me this year, I was like, oh my God, the holiday, like holiday campaigns are coming in. I like need to update my media kit now. And um, so I'm glad that I was able to do that. And so I wanted to make this the first reminder. Tip number two, friends, if you are wanting to set yourself up for holiday campaigns and attract holiday campaigns, I recommend taking a look at your bio and seeing if you need to make an update. So your bio should include important information like your name, your location, 
Um, even if you don't want to say the specific you sit, city that you live in, like say you live outside of the main city in your area, you can still just like put, you know, the main city in your area or like a lot of people will say greater Seattle area if they live in the surrounding neighborhoods or they live right outside of the city zone. It's okay to do that. Or you can just put your state as well. Um, the reason why I say it's important to have location is because some holiday campaigns are like regionally based and brands want to target a specific region like the Northwest, the East Coast, the Midwest, um, you know, maybe the Southeast, right? And so having your location just like makes it easier for PR agencies, influencer agencies, brands. It helps them see that, oh, you are an influencer, creator, an entrepreneur, whoever you are, you are in the region that they want to hire influencers for this campaign. Another thing you should include in your bio, you've heard me talk about this before is your content pillars or your niches. So whether it's lifestyle, it's motherhood, it's cooking or traveling, just call it out in your bio. I feel like an easy way to do that is if you have your mission statement, um, even if you do like a shortened version of your mission statement or your purpose, I think it makes it like really easy for people to see, oh, this is what this person, this creator creates content about. If you don't want to include your mission statement, that's totally fine too. It's enough to just say, fashion and travel or um, travel and food, right? Like just calling it out just makes it easier, you know, if you are wanting to attract those holiday campaigns. And then in general, I feel like it's just a good practice because for people, you know, consumers looking to follow people in specific niches, that's called out and they know what type of content that they can expect from you. The last thing you should include in your bio, and you have heard me say this before, I'm going to just say it again is to please, please put your contact information, please put your email address in there. Because again, when brands and agencies are sorting through influencers and they're reviewing them um, on desktop, your Instagram page or whatever page it is, it does not show, especially on Instagram, it doesn't show like that email button. And so I really recommend just putting your email address like in your bio and just making it easier for everyone. So tip number three, friends, if you're looking to set yourself up for holiday campaigns, attract holiday campaigns this year, I recommend creating or resharing seasonal content. So as I'm recording this right now, Halloween and Thanksgiving are coming up um, and we are, you know, fully into fall. So I'm resharing all the seasonal content that I've had in the past few years top performing content, content that I haven't used or posted before. Like what, what I like to do sometimes is that I go back to, you know, those seasonal photo shoots and I look to see if there's any content I didn't share. It happens. Sometimes I shoot a ton of content and I don't use every photo. I don't use every video. And it's like, okay, what can I do to repurpose this? So as um, we're talking about this, I recommend, you know, giving yourself 15 minutes, 20 minutes to look at old content that you have already shot and seeing if you can work it into your content calendar. Or if you are a new influencer, a new creator, and you don't have that backlog of seasonal content, don't freak out. You have time to create seasonal content. You can literally start to think about like what type of holiday photo shoots do you want to have? You know, do you want to create um, holiday hairstyles? Do you want to do holiday nails, holiday fashion, right? I would really recommend like thinking about creating seasonal content now. And so right when we're about to start the season, or even it's honestly, it's like not too early, even though again, I know we're like 100% fall right now, leaves are changing, it's pumpkin season, it's okay to start like teasing that content. And so at least what I have found with brands is that they will reference photos that I have shot in the past, like specifically for 
um, spring for fall, like I know like with like spring campaigns, I have brands who will like reference like the tulip field photo shoots, picnic photo shoots, outdoor ones with flowers. And so um, I know that's something that agencies and brands look for. And so if you are a creator, maybe you're more minimalist, maybe, you know, you don't do a ton of like crazy seasonal content, you're not doing fall leaves and pumpkin patches, right? You can still incorporate it in your own way. You can still you know, call out fall fashion in a minimalist way. You can still call out like minimalist decor. Maybe it's just like a few things that you add to your home, right? Because there's still, you know, brands and consumers out there who are looking for that. And so I will say like, there's still ways to create seasonal content without, you know, 100% changing your feed and aesthetic to whatever that season is. All right, friends. So tip number four, in addition to seasonal content, I recommend talking about the holidays within your content. You can do this um, as a TikTok vlog. You can do this as a YouTube vlog. You can do this on Instagram stories, do it on Snapchat, like whatever your platform is, I highly recommend starting to talk about the holidays. And so if you're like, wait, how do I start talking about the holidays? Like I would just go through and it's like, well, you can talk about like, what are your holiday plans? What are your holiday traditions? Do you stay up until midnight every Christmas Eve and, you know, wait to open presents? Do you attend midnight mass? Do you not celebrate Christmas? You have your family has a different set of holiday traditions that you do. Um, You can also talk about like holiday outfit ideas, maybe like, you know, holiday fashion that you're already excited to start trying on or, you know, maybe it's like evergreen holiday outfit ideas like sequins and velvet and whatever it may be. Or you can start talking about holiday travel, right? Maybe you have like a holiday travel bucket list and this year you're going to check a a spot out. All of that is relevant and it all signals to brands and agencies that you can create holiday content. You are already talking about the holidays. And so my example for this, so last year I went to um, Prague and I went to Munich and Nuremberg in Germany for the first time. And so I was so excited to visit the Czech Republic and go to Germany during the holiday season, but I was posting fall leaves and I was saying, oh my gosh, friends, like big news, like I get to, you know, check this off off my list. Like I'm going to go, yeah, I have holiday travel plans. Like I'm excited to do this for the first time. It doesn't have to be as big as that. Maybe you don't Maybe you aren't planning any holiday travel and you're talking about how you're going to spend the holidays at home. That's something that you can talk about. So whatever plans you have around the holidays, like I would really encourage you to talk about it and like make that visible with the content that you create. And you can do it in an organic way. You don't have to force anything. Literally just talk about what you do for the holidays. And I feel like that works. Like one year, must have been two years ago, One thing that I do a lot during the holidays, I drink so much hot cocoa. And I remember Maddie and I dressed up in Christmas pajamas and like did like a hot cocoa photo shoot in front of her parents' fireplace at home. And that content did super well. And I literally attracted holiday campaigns. I remember like posting all of those photos. And so, yeah, it doesn't have to be super complicated. You literally could dress up in holiday pajamas, have your hot cocoa take a photo in your fireplace and like call it good. So um, yeah, but I do recommend talk about the holidays, create seasonal content if you can. All right, friends. So another tip for you is to check your calendar. If you have holiday travel or you're planning to take time off during the holiday season, now is the time to block your vacations out ahead of time because sometimes campaigns will run during, you know, times where you have time off. Um, And so 
I feel like this always happens. Like I did have campaigns come up last year and I was like, I'm literally out of the country. I cannot, I can't support this campaign. But if I had not done that ahead of time, right, it would have been super easy to be like, yeah, I'm going to do everything and then realize like, oh gosh, I can't create this content and I'm actually like not here. Secondly, um, if you are lining up holiday campaigns already, just know that some holiday campaigns run together at the same time. For me specifically, like it's not just like campaigns running at the same time. I'm really looking to see if like exclusivity, like that's like one of the ways that I negotiate higher rates for campaigns. Um, Now I'm working with the management team. And so that's one way that we work together to make sure that we either eliminate exclusivity as much as we can, because especially during the holidays, there's all these brands that, you know, want to work together. And in fact, one of the campaigns we just negotiated for the holidays, which you guys will see like later on when it goes live um, on my feed. But we went from a month exclusivity to one week. And I literally was so adamant that we'd get that down because I just there's other retailers that I work with at that time that are just going to have, I know, holidays, like holiday campaigns come up. And I was like, I can't agree to a month. Like, this is such a critical time for me. And I, yeah, it's, I was like, if they really wanted that exclusivity, I would probably charge like $1,500 more. And so, yeah, just check your calendar, block out your vacations. And then with the current campaigns you have going on, be mindful and know that if you start to run into, you know, competing brands, um, know that you can charge for it if they do want to do want you to agree to an exclusivity period. All right, friends. So the last tip I wanted to talk about to help set yourself up for holiday campaigns is to make sure that your content is discoverable. I probably could do a whole separate podcast episode on this, but we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're going to talk about keywords, hashtags, and geotagging your content. So you're probably like, Emma, what the heck are you talking about? What are keywords? So I think a big part of making your content discoverable within Instagram, for example, I feel like that's like my main platform. So I talk about it a lot, but it is still important for TikTok, especially if you're, if you create a lot of short form video content, those keywords and phrases. So for example, for holiday hairstyles for long hair, those are keywords, right? That's like a long form keyword, or you can say for holiday or for us holiday, you know, locations, you know, budget friendly. Like those are keywords. I'm sorry, that's like not a good one. Or three holiday recipes under 30 minutes, right? I really recommend starting to think about like how you can incorporate keywords within the content that you're creating as you talk about the holidays, as you share seasonal content and making sure that's baked in within your content. So I'll just like take a look at my feed. I'm going to open up my phone and I'm going to kind of give you guys like a real life example because for me personally I I feel like because I started out with my blog I've always been like very focused within keywords and then also for example like on Pinterest like I know him how important keywords are and so I was gonna say right like easy these are like keywords that's like baked into my captions that you probably don't see that, that are probably like not hopping out at you right away so one of the like post that I shared was talking about visiting a local pumpkin patch, favorite pumpkin patch outfits through the years, outfit one, outfit two, outfit three, which pumpkin patch outfit is your favorite pumpkin patch outfit is a keyword that I'm trying to like, you know, hopefully like have people like save this post and know that this is like a post that they can come back to for pumpkin patch outfit recommendations. I also know it's something that people search for on social media. And so that's like a keyword that I'm baking in. So I feel like you're probably like, okay, that's like 
is that really a keyword? Are you just like writing that? I feel like it's all about your intention, right? And so whatever your niche is, like for example, if you're creating holiday recipes, if you're creating Thanksgiving food recipes, right? Like you can literally like start to make sure that those keywords are like at the front or baked into your captions, your video, whatever that may be, just because like that really helps your content be discoverable, not just to consumers, but again, to brands, because chances are if you're a food blogger, you're, you know, you're a food creator, right? Creating content around the holidays, there's going to be brands out there who want to work with creators creating recipes around the holidays. And so starting to create that type of content will help. Another thing to help your content be more discoverable. Um, and I feel like this probably has like come down in popularity popularity over the last few years, but I still think it's relevant because when you decide to use specific hashtags, you inform the platform what that piece of content is about. And that platform, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, can organize an index, right? Like what that piece of content is and make sure it shows up to people who are looking for that piece of content. So with hashtags, I was going to say like hashtags should not be like your only way to like drive growth. I think a lot of people are like, it doesn't help me grow. I really think like shifting your mindset and thinking about how you can use hashtags to make your content discoverable is like a better mindset around it. So for example, like I gave you guys that the pumpkin patch outfit, you know, in feed posts, right? So the hashtags associated with that post include hashtag pumpkin patch season, hashtag pumpkin patch outfit, right? I'm talking about pumpkin patch outfits and then, you know, within the keywords. And then I'm also using hashtags that align with what I'm talking about within that post. It's related to that post. So yeah, I was going to say like, I do think hashtags are probably like not as great as just like trying to like gain a bunch of followers. Like it's, it's not 20, 16, 2014 anymore. But instead, I would shift your mindset and start to thinking about using relevant hashtags to make sure that your content's discoverable. Lastly, I feel like this was really easy to incorporate. And I feel like when people don't do it, it's just such an easy miss that you could like, it just like helps your content just be more discoverable is using the geotag. So again, if you do not feel comfortable, like using your exact geotag of like what specific you know, town you live in, I recommend just using like this, the like next closest city to you and then using that as the geotag. And, and then that way, right, when brands and agencies and consumers, right, they're looking for creators based in Seattle, in San Diego, in Houston, in Chicago, right, that geotag will show up or your post will show up within that geotag. And it's another way for agencies and brands to know that you are located in a specific city. All right, friends, I feel like I that was like a whirlwind episode. I meant for this to be a little bit shorter, but there was a lot we wanted to talk about. And so to recap, if you're looking to set yourself up for holiday campaigns and potentially attract them, make sure you update your media kit, name, mission statement, stats. Again, I recommend kind of having like a shorter media kit, especially for the holiday season, because sometimes like these campaigns happen very quickly and brands and agencies want to review profiles and content very quickly and like make their decisions. So make it easy. One to two pages. Also remember to update your bio, have your content pillars on there, your location, as well as your email address, create seasonal content or reshare seasonal content. If you're in a season of life where you're extremely busy, like me, I have a four month old at home. I am sharing a lot of my seasonal content, but I also am planning on shooting seasonal content. And so um, just know 
that like helps inform brands, right? Like, oh, this this creator is in the business of creating seasonal content. And so they are in the business of doing holiday campaigns. Also talk about the holidays, right? Just start to incorporate that organically within your content, whether it's in stories, whether it's TikTok videos and vlog style. Talk about what you're doing for the holiday season. And then also check your calendar, block out your vacations ahead of time, mark when campaigns are due so you're aware of exclusivity periods and factors. And then lastly, make sure your content's discoverable. Use those keywords, use those hashtags, continue to geotag where your posts and your reels are. All right, friends, let me know if this was helpful and let me know if there's any other tips that you would share to creators out there to help set themselves up for holiday campaigns. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.